Take it away. <laughs> no singing this week. What's going on, everybody? We are back. Welcome to Around the Horn here on the Cryer Media Network. As always, the boys are in the house. Just what everybody needed. Three opinionated Caucasian males giving their opinion on the world. Not enough of that. No, not nope. enough podcast doing that, obviously. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, I am Toronto's pride and joy, Ray Route. To my left, we've got our resident angry nerd our american friend my lifelong compadre raise mic broke Nair. yeah and uh, he's just the, drowning himself out with the music the political extraordinaire and everybody else <laughs> you're subtle as a brick when it comes to fading the show out, eh? ryan lindley uh you guys want to be honest you guys want some just real honesty here i forgot yep. to take it off loop so when I heard it end, it was supposed to just end, and then I heard it starting up again. I knew that was gonna fuck my mic up because it always does when it when it when it restarts the song. It always see it's fine when I come on because that the video at the beginning gives my mic time to adjust to the music coming on. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it looped again, I was like, "Fuck me!" <laughs> I'm like, I forgot to take it off loop. You ever uh, you ever think of fading it out? Uh, no, I usually do, but then when mm. you said I was drowning myself out, I just stopped it. Actually, I didn't yeah. even stop it. I paused. There we go. It feels better. Ask Mike. I used to fade. I used to fade <laughs> out our music all the time, but this one's a short, short song. So I figured I'd just let it end. And uh, fuck me up. What's going on, boys? Everything, everything good? Everything good? Everything's great. I got to do. A, yeah, I'm great. I'm great. I got to do a little. I got to uh, uh, address a little something here. Uh, I got to talk yeah. about. My pals over at Job Skills because Job Skills sets the standard in employment service. Their values of respect, excellence, integrity, innovation, collaboration, equity, and belonging drive Job Skills programming. Job Skills offers individualized services to all unemployed job seekers. Working with Job Skills professionals, job seekers can create a personalized employment service plan and access career exploration services, employment coaching, and job development. Some job seekers can access job skills industry specific programming and training, and services are also available for individuals who wish to job search independently. Meet with one of our job skills employment experts and find your employment solutions today. Visit www.jobskills.org. And I'm going to throw it over to my boy Ryan Lindley because he's got something to tell you that's coming up in a couple of weeks. That's right. Three weekends from now, friends, we got the uh, Cheese Boutique Food Truck Takeover. Prior media, myself, my uh, esteemed brother-in-law, who is an executive chef, Chris Morrison, will be taking over the food truck at Cheese Boutique, 45 Ripley Avenue in Toronto, 11 a.m., Saturday and Sunday, April 1st and April 2nd, until we sell out. And that's going to happen quick because uh, there's already a lot of buzz, so make sure you make your way down there. Lots of Cryer Media people will be on board. Dean Blundell will be there. I believe Marion Iveson from the Let's Take This Outside podcast will be there. Very own Ray Route will be there as well with some of his pals from jobskills.org as well, I believe. And uh, yeah, we're going to have a good time. So come down, uh, lots of good food, lots of good fun, lots of good people. Come meet uh, 
all the assholes that you hear on the shows. That you Mike, watch what are right the odds here. you can? What are the odds you can get out of Boston for the weekend? Uh, I'll try. I'll 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 try to fly the uh, the jet in. I'll see if I can make time. <laughs> we got a raise today, so you. It's not yeah. a money problem. Added another zero to your pay, buddy. We, we, yeah. uh, oh, half a zero. Half a zero. Come on. Now. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right. We have wasted four minutes and 34 seconds of people's time. Let's get Good. this going. Ryan, you got first today, buddy. You guys catch the uh, beginning of the Leafs game tonight by any chance? I know everybody's been kind of busy getting ready for the show. I did not. All right. So I, uh, I pivoted uh, really quick because uh, apparently... The microphone for the uh, national anthem singer cacked out, and uh, right at the in the middle of the American national anthem, and the entire crowd in Toronto just took over and sung the American national anthem, which I thought was a classy as fuck move, and it gave me goosebumps to know that that we did that, you know, like uh, as, as proud Canadians, um, as proud as we are, we still, we love our neighbors and, uh, we did that. My question is <laughs> if we were playing down in America and the mic cacked out and they were singing the Canadian national anthem, how many words in until the crowd forgot the song <laughs> Two. I, I, you, you might get like the first verse there. What is it? Go ahead, Mike. Mm. How's it start? Oh, Canada. Uh huh. Is that our home and native land? Sure. True patriot blood. <laughs> something. <laughs> yep. yep. Something that, uh, yeah. After, We're there. That, yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 so that's that's, that's kind of my point. It's it's funny how the 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 culture um, shock between the two is like they there are certain people in the states that think we live in igloos. They think we take right. dog sleds to work. And uh, they, they can't get through the first sentence of our national anthem. <laughs> well, that's what always makes me laugh when people from like Mass, Massachusetts, will say things to me like, oh, like, oh, Canada, but you guys got like the weather there, blah, blah. I'm like, your guys' fucking winters are worse than mine. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, what yeah. are you talking about? Wisconsin. You've been in Wisconsin. Like, you yeah. get those fucking, those Northeasterns coming in. I'm like, I don't get those in Toronto. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anybody, anybody been to Minnesota, St. Paul, Minnesota in February? <laughs> yeah no it's you know what I'd, i'll take a, a weekend on the toronto beach in january over a, a a day in downtown st paul minnesota in the in the dead of winter it's absolutely horrid so i, I agree I, I totally agree but i just thought it was uh, i thought it was good i thought it was nice it's just another way of uh showing how much we actually do uh respect our neighbors and didn't let them hang with uh with that in the air and uh and took over and uh made sure our boys from uh from down south were uh they felt at home here so that happened I'm proud a, of them that happened yeah. before a couple of years ago here in toronto as well didn't it Where yeah because the... i remember you talking about this on the podcast and i fully admitted that i like we are not good neighbors like don't expect us to know anything about canada other than the stereotypes of like oh you got moose up there huh it's yeah. cold. Do you, do you know what irritates me about that? Do you know who talks about Canada all the time? Tucker who? Carlson. Yeah. Like the one guy I don't want to talk about Canada <laughs> is the guy who talks about Canada <laughs> yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was, uh, I thought it was interesting. I just thought uh, the, 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 the relationship is, uh, is definitely one-sided when it comes to, to yeah. knowledge base and, 
and uh, it's it's comical, but it's kind of disheartening at the same time, you know. Well, I th- the thing is, is America is the center of the universe. Let's face it, right? Like everywhere, everybody watches American television, American movies, American news, which is like yep. television. You know, I mean, I more people probably tune into CNN around the world than they do to any like fictionally produced television show um people love american politics and people loved american politics before donald trump oh yeah donald trump just brought it to this whole new level of like let's face it whether you're republican a democrat if you're a normal republican or a normal democrat or normal conservative or normal liberal not far right or far left we all sat there on a daily basis going what's he going to tweet today like we all wanted to see it. Like what's coming next? Like what's what's he gonna say today? Is he gonna tell us to inject bleach into our system? Is he going to you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. you just you just waited. You waited on a daily basis. Um, it's it's entertaining, but yeah, it is really funny because you know it's it's weird because the only time they seem to pay attention to us, the north, and Mike, maybe you can defend the Americans a little bit here. But it was like, you know, the trucker rally that was all over the place, right? That and yeah. um, the Daily Show and Jimmy Kimmel loved to cover our crack smoking mayor here in Toronto. <laughs> they did. That, that was a very popular uh, subject for them. But it's like, it's only when there's fucked up things happening in this country that the states are like, hey, look, it's not just us. And off not, they go. Not that this doesn't happen in the U.S. either, but like from talking to you, right, and like getting the firsthand account of like what was going on with the trucker stuff is it was totally mischaracterized down here in the media, like complete drive by hit job to like basically just serve as like another element of like, yeah, let's use this to compare to American politics. Yeah, exactly. You know that it was fucked up that Ryan had to put a sound on his soundboard. (laughs) It lives there now just because of this. Because because it comes up in every conversation. At some point, we're going to talk about the convoy. Um, Look, I I know we don't like to get into these heavy topics, but since we're there and we're kind of in this subject area now, because Ryan talked about how great well, we are in Canada. Well, hang on, hang on. Just just to prove my point, um, Mike, who is our congressional vice Congress um, uh, prime uh, senator uh, premier in Canada? Oh, shoot. Uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> uh, it'll come to me. Give me a couple days. I'll get back to you. Okay, good. <laughs> so, yeah. I just learned who Krista Freeland was like a year ago. So, I mean, it's not like I'm even much better with our politics Ray, Ray's here. mentioned her name on the podcast, though, and I, my ability to retain it, zero. Krista Freeland is like our, is our deputy prime minister. She's like our vice yeah. president. Yeah. And I learned a year ago. The guy's been in power for like six years. And I learned a year ago what our deputy prime minister's name was. That's <laughs> that's my knowledge of politics in this country. You know what I know? I know, like, dude, the the opposition, the guy for the I don't even know how to say his name. Like Pierre I, Polyev. Polyev. I like every time I see it, I'm like Paul Avere, Paul Avere. Mm-hmm. And then I just I did Paul Avere for a long time, and then and I then, was corrected, and then and then I was doing it defiantly, and but then I'll tune in like the Dean Blondell show. He's just calling him PP. So I'm like, that doesn't help me. <laughs> How the fuck do I say his last name? Well, it's just that's his initials, right? And yeah. It's an unfortunate set of initials, but they're they're fitting. But yeah, yeah. So yeah. no. It, um, but did you hear about the ivermectin guy today? 
I I tweeted the story out actually about uh, about the guy you're talking well, about. That's, the guy yes, that, the Vice story. That's how I yeah, knew about it. Yes, the guy that took the uh, um, horse, the actual um, bovine and and horse uh, strength ivermectin, and touted it in his Telegram or Telegraph, whatever it's called. Telegram is it Telegram, Telegram. or Telegram? Telegram. Yeah. So the Telegram channels, he had a huge following, like a cult following of people that were following him, and the day before. I guess the day it happened, the day that his heart finally exploded because it was like the Grinch and grew three times the size from ivermectin. Um, he uh, apparently that morning was telling people, oh, good morning, all you horse paste poison eating motherfucker, uh, so- something along that line. And then hours later, he was dead. <laughs> so, yeah, and his, yeah. his heart had grown three times the size. Yeah. So Jeez. I was reading more about it today, not his death, but more about ivermectin and the one thing that they were saying is, is ivermectin that like we take as human beings, yeah. like the human version of ivermectin yeah. is actually like, a very effective drug to treat oh, yeah. a lot of things. And there is now science that's showing it did have some sort of positive effects with mm-hmm. treating COVID, like any, the coronaviruses, not necessarily COVID-19, but in the past coronaviruses, they had seen. In the, SARS, they saw it. Yeah. SARS. Yeah. Which is a coronavirus. Yeah. Right. And, yep. you know, they saw the things. But, like, these motherfuckers were taking horse strength fucking ivermectin. Like, they were going to their local, like, feeding pal. You know what I mean? <laughs> Being like, Getting the I apple mean, paste. Yeah. Just, break, just break it in half. That's the right dosage for a person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. And, and, it, it, he, and he had been taking it for about 10 years, religiously, apparently, because he's a staunch anti-vax guy. So even before COVID, like he was, he was like the hipster anti-vaxxer before it was cool. Right. And, um, yeah, he apparently was, uh, giving people advice on how to dose their kids on that. And people were giving their children animal strength, ivermectin. And now people that have side effects are coming, uh, above, uh, the, the, the water and saying, Oh, Oh man, I don't feel so well either. Maybe this has got something to do with that. And. People are freaking out. His followers are, the admins are trying to, like, the admins were trying to, like, calm the waters. Or, like, you know, we still believe in it. He just had his heart tested last year. And I'm like, that's even worse. It's even worse that he was healthy last year. And now, 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 as people are coming out, like, oh man, maybe this is a, do you think, do you think it, do you think it could happen to me? It's like the guy that smokes four packs a day and he's like, what do you mean I have lung cancer? I can't believe yeah, I got lung oh cancer. God. How did that happen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have lung cancer. Uh, my mom had lung cancer. My dad had lung My grandparents both had lung cancer. How did I get lung cancer? I can't figure it out. Man. I don't Just understand the, it. The, the thing I love is the people that, oh, I'm not going to get vaxxed. I'm not going to give the drug companies the satisfaction of taking their mind control drug. Oh yeah, give me that ivermectin. Uh, oh, it's made by the same drug company. Oh, yeah. oh uh... it's made by the same company that does the the vaccine. But like, so my dad and I've had this conversation with Mike. My dad is like the biggest anti, fully vaxxed anti-vaxer. Uh-huh. Like he's one of those guys, right? Uh-huh. Like he's fully vaxxed, pure, but but anti-vax. Right? right, I get that. Yeah. Um, and him and I are having this like debate one day, and I'm getting mad at him. You know what I mean? Because he's just saying, like, it's, you know, when people just say stupid things, like he's just saying stupid things. Right. And I was finally like, you know what, man? I'm like, you need surgery on your foot. Right. And he's like, yeah. I said, go to your mechanic. I said, don't fucking go to the doctor. 
every time like you'd be like fucking doctors what do they know that's all i heard the whole pandemic <laughs> you know what ford wants to open everything up but the fucking doctors just so you know they're and i'm like dad like this shit yeah. is real like people are fucking dying you know like, yeah. i have a friend who works in the icu unit who is right. treating covid and watching people fucking be ventilated holding dude he's telling me stories like he's like great like if you came in regularly and need to be ventilated he's like we sedate you yeah you know we gently put it in as gentle as we can he goes dude people were wide awake and it was me and another nurse holding them down yeah they didn't have time no as they're just fucking because like because they had they could they had to he's like they if we didn't get the ventilator in in like 15 minutes these people were gonna die like that's how quickly it was fucking flipping right yeah and then my dad bucket doctors Right. First, first they told you, like, you know what the thing is? It's people don't understand evolving science. And they're the same people that don't understand evolving technology. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, they're the ones, like, if my dad, my dad was still the pager if he could. I know he would. Right? Like, but <laughs> like, were the days, though. Pager. Yeah, well, but my, Kate and I were talking about this the other day. We're like, maybe I'll edit that part out. My wife and I were talking about this the other day. Oh, and, you let uh, it yours though, but not mine. Okay. I totally fucking forgot. I apologize. <laughs> That's okay. I edited out. I did pussy out and edit out the money conversation. I got rid of that piece. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> but um, no, we were laughing. That we're talking about like when COVID first happened. We remember going to the grocery store wearing gloves. Yeah, you know we did. Do, we did that yeah, too. Thing, no man. mask. Yeah, gloves. You know what I mean? Gloves was the big thing, and then and then going home and Lysoling all our fucking our yeah, washing your groceries. Yeah, we did yeah. the same thing. But yeah. then science evolved, and they're like, no, you don't have to wear gloves. Wear a mask. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that will help prevent the spread. My dad. Yeah. Fucking fucking doctors. Masks don't work. <laughs> you tra- you changed it. They're changing it. They're changing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. That's that's how it works. That's the whole point. Yeah. Science you know? changes. Well, yeah. fair and, and sure enough, now. I don't know if you guys saw that new report out of Australia, like a real one, like not my Facebook research, but like the real <laughs> report came out. Hold on, let me write that down. Not raised. <laughs> wait, wait, fierce mom yeah. eighty-seven. It's not from her. No, it's not from her. <laughs> they're now saying that masking isn't actually like they're seeing in Australia. It's no longer really an effective way to prevent COVID anymore. They're saying because there's so much vaccination out yeah. there. Yeah. It's not, they're not seeing it stop the spread when they put mandates there. They're not seeing the stop of spread like they saw before. It's based, they're mm-hmm. saying it was effective at the time when we we're thousands and thousands of people, everybody was unvaccinated. But right. Australia is a lot like Canada. Like we got, they got a high, like I think, because we're what, 80% in this country. And I think more than 90%, that, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah 90. 90 with at least two, I believe yeah. it is. Yeah. And in Australia is close to that too. And now that there's like this full vaccination rate, they're saying like it's not really a fact. Like masking, they're not. It's not doing anything. Like yeah, they're it, saying it, it, yeah, they're saying clean air is the the answer now. Like yeah. filtering the air, right? Hmm. Yeah, I think I, I thought I think I saw the same story you you saw. Yeah, science science evolves, right? And you just gotta be you gotta be ready for science. Speaking of science, I'm gonna this is gonna move into my way. So science. Well, this I'm wasn't act- your, this wasn't your topic. No, no, I was Fuck. I was building off of yours. Jesus Christ. So I've gone back and forth today. 
I have gone back and forth today. Yeah, we got another 40. <laughs> you, want to, you want the fucking show to be a You want the hooker story from last week we missed or no? I do, but the way your right. fucking topic was going, if we would have just stuck on that, we had fucking eight minutes in. We've been like, okay, thanks everybody for watching. And hope you enjoyed the fucking Niagara video was longer than this. Micro, con- <laughs> micro content. <laughs> no, but um, uh, I was going back and forth today because I had my topic. And then something happened later this afternoon, and I haven't decided which way to go. I can either follow company policy and say something about Jordan Peterson, which I'd never say. I've never spoken about Jordan Peterson on air, but I made a comment about him today on Twitter. Or I can talk about cancel culture. So I'll I'll, I'll put it to you guys. Do you want me to give you what I wanted to talk about around cancel culture, or do you want me to talk about Jordan, uh, Jordan Peterson? Hmm. Mike, I have no preference. Just let you know. Let's dive right into the, the cancel culture. Let's. I've been masturbating okay. to pornography for the past six to eight hours. There is nothing <laughs> in life more meaningful than pornography and masturbation. That's kind of what Jordan Peterson had to say. I think. But. Yeah. So he t- uh, just to very quickly summarize, <laughs> he wrote today that you're overruled, not- producer Mike. No, no, we're not going to discuss this. I'm just going to say what he said, but then we'll get into the cancel culture conversation. Uh, Jordan Peterson today tweeted out that it's not called a vagina. It's just another hole for a man to fuck. And I quote tweeted uh, a true story. Wow. I have been fighting. Uh, it's been a battle for the eight years I've worked with my company. They want me to put my designate on my business card and email signature, which which is a high education. And I refuse to do it. I, uh-huh. I think that the acronyms are stupid. I think that yeah. the designations are stupid. And I pointed out to everybody that Jordan Peterson has his doctorate. And it just further proves my point that education means nothing. And I'll let my body of work do all the talking. That was just my point. And I'm going to make... show, show that to my boss tomorrow and say, this guy's a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I don't want to put letters behind my name. Yeah. He says shit it... like... He says shit like this. I recently spent two weeks on the streets dressed in a full body lobster suit to attract young men. <laughs> yeah, like it makes no sense. I don't get it. All right, let's do cancel culture. I gotta right. kinda I gotta kinda set it up to get into what I want to do. So I don't know if you guys saw my video yesterday that I put out uh, in the morning. It was about I went to an yeah. event. So I went to an event Saturday night. And yeah, let's talk it wasn't, about this. Yeah, it wasn't like a big thing that happened, but it was a something happened. It was a microaggression that happened. So we went to an event Saturday night and we had to go through security and it's me, my dad. So two white guys and two of my friends who were both African Canadian, black, you know what I mean? Dark skin. So I go through, I'm wearing a straight brim hat, big jacket. You know what I mean? Everything else. I walk through, I set off the metal detectors. The guy waved me through. My two black friends follow me. One guy walks through doesn't set off the metal detectors and he was asked to take off his hat and unzip his coat. So he does. And he walks through my next buddy walks through, doesn't set off the metal detectors. They ask him, can you take off your hat and unzip your coat? Mm-hmm. My dad walks through, he's not wearing a hat, but he's got a coat on wave through. So I did. I noticed my friends noticed my dad noticed, you know what I mean? And I'm not even going to talk about what we said or did that night because that's not even a part of the story. Okay. But my whole point yesterday when I did the video was these are the microaggressions and subtle racism that lead to things like the George Floyd incidences. And people 
could say I'm sensationalizing it, but it's the microaggressions that lead up to these big things and that we need to speak out against this kind of stuff and we need to be better in life. And as a white, especially as white guys and white people, we need to be allies to our brothers and sisters of color. Wield our privilege. Absolutely. So I was met with mostly the response I wanted. People discussing the issue at hand, right? Discussing overall societal racism, right? Yeah. I had a couple of ones that I expected, right? That called this false outrage and all that type of shit. Um, But then a couple of people wanted me to expose the venue. So number one, if you really wanted to know where I was, just go through my Twitter feed. There's a thousand. You can easily figure out where I was on Saturday. Yeah, easily. Of course. Mm-hmm. But the reason I left the venue out is because if I included the venue, three things was going to happen. Number one, it was going to be hashtag cancel venue yep. or mm-hmm. tweeting at the venue saying, hey, venue, what do you have to say about it? Yep. Number two, it was going to bring trolls and the other side of the political argument in a discussion that should be bipartisan and not partisan it was going to turn into a partisan argument right. uh, i was going to get called a libtard you know what i mean and all that kind of stuff was going to come through and mm-hmm. they were going to argue back the other way and they were going to say now i'm going to go to this venue only because this happened you know what i right. mean and they're keeping us safe and then number three the whole issue that I wanted discussed and the point I was trying to make gets erased. Nobody actually cares what happened anymore. They're more concerned about either canceling the venue or being mad at me and the people who want the venue canceled. Right. So what I said to the, the person's people who were asking was I said something to the security guard. I, and I want to put out right now, the security guard that did that was a Brown guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even saying that this guy is a blatantly racist person. That's those microaggressions and, and subconscious racism. I'm not even going to say that it came from ill intent. You know what I mean? Maybe I was just an oversight. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But I also, Anyways, I gave him the benefit of the doubt, and I wrote the stadium. I wrote the stadium the next morning and said, this happened. I just want you to be aware. I'm not telling you what gate we went in. I wasn't mm-hmm. trying to single one person out. You know what I mean? I'm not saying a gate. I think that your people need more training, more sensitivity training, blah, blah, blah. They responded to me, offered me free tickets. I said, I don't want free tickets. And I rejected them. I said, mm-hmm. I didn't do this to be, to make us think. I'm letting you know this is what's happening. Right. But I didn't put that out because it wasn't a part of the story. No, of course you know not. What I mean? It was, I wanted the focus to be that. Because, gentlemen, I don't believe that cancel culture actually has a positive effect on societal change i think all it does is continue to split that divide right that's what i'm going to throw on the table mike you want to go first yeah i got some thoughts i'll go real quick because i know that listen you know one of the things and ray you and i have talked about this is i am always for bridging divides between people always no no matter where you come from so if you start out a conversation by driving a wedge between people you're immediately gonna set that behind and you know how this conversation goes especially for a lot of white people well i'm not a right they that immediately puts them on the back put 
back foot uh, puts them on the defensive. Well, I'm not a racist. Why are you coming after me? And that's not, and people get like that regardless of if you try to drive a wedge between them. Even if you sit down at a table and talk to somebody eye to eye, they're going to be defensive. So if you start out a conversation by putting somebody immediately on the back foot, it's a non-starter. You're not going to make positive progress there. Go ahead, Ryan. No, I was just saying good point. That's, uh, that's exactly what I was gonna, I was gonna open with that. But my other point is, um, with everything that we see when it comes to anger, uh, and and um, what you did was right. You called out the problem. You didn't call out a venue. You didn't call out a person. You didn't single out anything. Um, and if you would have called out where you were, or people went and did some some research and found out where you were and started doing it themselves a lot of these people don't realize that that venue subcontracts security out to a company that has do you think that the person from the venue the person will we'll say mr stadium do you think mr stadium went and hired a security company and said hey make sure you stop all the black guys from coming in here make sure you pat down the black guys when they're coming in of course not that's not what happens the venue has no idea what happened that day they did not they, they were not in they were in control only in in the fact that they had subcontracted somebody out to do that job so if people want to cancel cancel the security company then you yeah more you know you know like so you're right it's always misdirected it's always fired at the wrong people it's look at when jordan peterson speaking of jordan peterson when he was in ottawa how much hate canadian tire got for Jordan Peterson being at the Canadian Tire Center in Ottawa. Do you think the guy that that puts your tires on in the winter had anything to do with Jordan Peterson showing up at a fucking venue to speak? Absolutely not. It's an entertainment company that owns it. Canadian Tire puts their name on it. Yeah, if you want to do the gymnastics to get to the point where the sponsor can have some pull in 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 whatever and and say they're going to take their name off the off the venue, Guess what? Canadian Tire bid to put their name on that venue. They're not asking for Canadian Tire. Canadian Tire is asking for them. So to stop pretending that, you know, like, and you're making a big difference by, by calling these places that you're not. The big difference is in conversation. The big difference is, is when you're saying, guys, that, that's not right. You understand why it's not right. I, I don't uh, I don't necessarily disagree though Ray, and I'll tell you why. Let me finish it. This is a two part closer to to your to your story about the the um, about the leap from the Pat Town to the George Floyd thing because it seems like a very easy uh, way to kind of sound the alarm on on an issue. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I just think we're missing the steps in between to get to that conclusion. Um, it's it's like you know it's like saying the the yeah I I don't it's incendiary that's all it's it's very incendiary. So if you're going to be incendiary to try and raise flags and raise alarms, that's the way I'll give you kudos for the way you did it because you used two factual things and you did sure. It's not sensationalizing. I don't think I, I wouldn't use that word. I would I would use um, 
maybe alarm uh, alarming awareness you know uh shock shock value um like slapping somebody in the face to be like are you fucking listening to me this is where this is how this is how that happens and it starts it starts as a seed and it ends up as a tree you know so i agree there uh, it's just i understand where some people might be coming from when they're saying it you know i i don't think they're trying to 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 maybe they are trying to be dickheads but i i, th- I think it's a mix of both um, yeah like i had one guy who is uh believe it or not a constant troll on on dean blundell's twitter account Shocker. as well and our he did it in a way our conversation was he was pretending to come off civil yeah but he was baiting me around every corner and i wasn't taking the bait i knew exactly what he did i've seen this game before i don't want to call it my boy but dean takes his bait all the time you, you know do I mean? you do really well when it comes to this i <laughs> yeah. love how you handle these because i've seen you in action on this before and it's pretty good yeah but he was putting his foot in his mouth yeah. i've seen dean put his foot in his mouth a lot of times and i could see what this guy was doing and we're going back and forth and at one point he said i don't think it's racist i think they made a mistake because they didn't pat you down and i was like okay and then he goes and i don't think you're saying yeah, I don't I think you're not saying the venue. It's not because you don't want to take it off the the attention off the thing. It's because you don't want to be alienated. And so my response back to him <laughs> so stupid. My no response kidding. back to him was number 1, if you think I'm afraid of being alienated, you know nothing about <laughs> that. because I am alienated from a lot of shit. Yeah. I I associate myself and I'm not saying this in a bad way. Yeah. I associate myself with Dean Blundell <laughs> publicly. You know what I mean? Like my Instagram picture is a picture of me and Dean Blundell. You know what I mean? Like it's, I go on his show. I've already, there's a portion of the population I have already alienated myself oh, yeah. from. We all have. Yeah, we all have. Uh, by being a, Mike, you have just by being a part of this podcast, even though you've never met the guy. So like, I'm not afraid of no. alienating myself is this venue gonna say you can't come back because you called this on racism no because they know that would make it worse because if i'm gonna stand out front with my cameraman and i'm gonna be doing it i'm gonna say they won't let me in because i called them out on racism yeah so i'm not gonna get alienated i did it because if you look at that video i put out which then got crazy because Dean retweeted it. And then once he retweeted it, it just, the crazies got in there. But if you look at it pre the Dean retweet, yeah, nine out of the 10, you know, nine out of 10 comments were coming in were around the issue. You know what I mean? And it wasn't yeah, it coming was in. constructive. Yeah. Yes. It was like, you're right. This can't happen. You know what I mean? And I was like, that's what I wanted. Cause if I would have said it was this venue, it wouldn't yeah. have been about the problem. It would have been, Hey venue, what are you going to do about this? Oh, I'm yeah. never going back again. No. Yes, you are. Yeah, stop I mean? lying well they, yeah. that that's the other element to this that like you know if you really want virtue to talk signaling. about it, right yeah. you get into the the people that are virtue signaling and then all of a sudden the other you know part of cancel culture which is what most people see as toxic which is oh i don't like that thing up there cancel it i don't like that name cancel it you know i don't like that flavor of lollipops like like no, that's not what it's supposed to be about. Yeah. Like just just stop. Like again, be constructive. Don't hate. You know, it's like it's like uh, you know, what what's a great just even like let's talk about comedy, right? Like comedy may not be for your taste. A certain, you know, 
thing you may not find funny. Okay, well, shut it off. Don't listen to it. Does that like does that make it better? No. But at the same time, there's a difference between constructive and destructive cancel culture, right? And that, I think that's what we're getting into here. Well, and I, I think it also comes down to, again, I think most people who say cancel this are full of shit. Right. Because I think they continue to use, like, if we canceled all the banks, like they said we're going to, like, then there'd be no banks left in this country. But everybody's They're canceling fucking... themselves. Don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? That was almost my subject tonight. And I was like, you know what? I don't even want to talk about it because I've just been like in panic for five days about <laughs> well, what's going to happen to my, what's going to happen to my mortgage. But, you know, it, let's take the thing. I think mm-hmm. that Will Smith is a fucking douchebag. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, yeah. I think that. You know, I'll probably never go watch another Will Smith movie just out of principle. And I mean that. I'm still going to watch Pursuit of Happiness because it's one of my favorite fucking movies of all time. I'm still going to watch Ali because it's one of my favorite movies of all time. And then in a year from now, when I really don't give a shit, I'll probably go watch a new Will Smith movie. Are you you going to spend, but in that year, are you going to spend that entire time telling people not to go watch Will Smith movies? No, because I don't give a fuck. Exactly. If you want to support Will Smith, like that was the thing. So Chris Rock comes out with his response, right? And yeah. it's brilliant. And I'm just like, my wife and I are like, yeah, fucking right, rock on. You know what I mean? Like, and and I want to give a lot of kudos to Chris Rock on that because he fucking waited. He did like, a whole he year. Waited a year. He yeah. didn't say anything. Like he saved it and knew I'm gonna get fucking paid for this. Somebody, you know, I got my Netflix deal. They're gonna pay me a lot of money to yep. talk about this, and I'm not gonna ruin it now. How but, smart is that, though? Think I about know. that. Yeah. How smart? How much of a selling feature? Like Netflix was drooling when they saw. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he hadn't said a word. And that's just smart business. But then at the end of the day, Chris Rock's now you know calling Will Smith a bitch. Everybody <laughs> called him a bitch after he did that. Yeah. My life didn't fucking change whatsoever. <laughs> no. You know? And I used to, Mike, I used to say it's about football all the time, right? Mm-hmm. If the Patriots win on Sunday or they lose on Sunday, if they win the Super Bowl, if they don't win the Super Bowl, I still have to go to work. <laughs> yep. Nothing in my life yep. fucking changes except I'm happy for an hour. You yep. know, like it's. Yeah. yeah Did I you mean... happen to see the, the, to Mike's point about, about like, if, you know, if, if you don't like it, change the channel. Did you have, it's funny that you bring this up. Because I tweeted this out tonight. Did you see my last tweet? No. From um, what uh, six thirty or six fifty this this evening? It was a, it was a quote from Stephen Fry, and it's one of my favorite quotes of all time. And it's Stephen Fry, and he says, "It's now very common to hear people say I'm rather offended by that, as if it gives them certain rights. It's no more than a whine. I find it offensive. It has no meaning. It has no purpose, and it has no reason to be respected as a phrase." I'm offended by that. Well, so fucking what? <laughs> it's it's brilliant. Like it, it yeah. really is. If you didn't like it, I'm sorry about your feelies and your believies. That's up to you. Your response to somebody else is your problem, not theirs. Yes. Like when you join a podcast and stay on it till three o'clock in the morning and blame the person that invited you. I don't want to talk about you. Um, I'm it still becomes mad. A you problem became a me problem overnight. Well, Let's talk about how you just bailed oh, and left well, me there. Oh. I texted you well ahead of time. Like a it's like not, a 
it's not my fault you weren't leaving. I could have I could have got us both out of it. I texted you ahead of time. It's not my fault you stopped paying attention. To you me left me like one of Angelina Jolie's kids just sitting there <laughs> on the porch. I also crashed out. I also crashed out on my my computer crashed out. Oh yeah, it, yeah, crashed. I sent the picture to prove yeah. it to everybody. Yeah, I lo- yeah, I looked at the, the, the picture of the metadata said it was from like 2018. So Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 <White> screened. <laughs> um so Ryan, I see your quote here and I love how you had this like great quote and then you followed it up with a yogi bear meme. Yep. And then how to slice a brisket. You never mm. know what you're gonna get on on Ryan Lindley's channel. That's it. I mean, uh, Twitter feed. I mean, yeah. that's perfect. That's you know. No, but I'm a I, mixed bag. I love that tweet too, and and um, or I love that quote too, and and I didn't know it until you said it. I think you said it on one of the casual Fridays we were hanging out on. Yeah, I did. Uh, um, but and I think I brought up one of my favorite quote is Ricky Gervais, who says, "I'm sick of people. You can no longer say that's offensive." You can say I'm offended, mm-hmm. right? Just mm-hmm. because you're offended yes. doesn't yes. mean the joke is offensive, That's right? Right? And it's it's no, I I totally agree, and um, but yeah, and that's where we get into, right? We get into this world of like, well, Mike, I mean, how many like the I think the best story or example, not the best story, but the best example of this, Russia invaded fucking Ukraine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yep. a war started. And Mike and I went back and forth for two hours about A, do we address it, right? And B, what do we say? And we carefully crafted a statement because we were just coming off the heels of me saying all NFL, you know, not all, but NFL fans are racist. So we already had this big group upset with us, (laughs) you know, and I'm looking at Mike going, Okay, we're a sports show. We try to stay away from politics, but I'm watching Alex on the Blundell show. This yeah. motherfucker's living the war. You know what I mean? This guy could have left the country and stayed in the country. You know what I mean? Right. To, yep. to help. And I'm like, no, we have to say something. Yeah. And yeah, we they carefully we crafted our statement to denounce the war, denounce Putin. But say we're thinking and praying for the Russian people as well, right? Who are not who are being dragged into Putin's war. You know right. what I mean? Like we're very like, but we were we were nervous because being a sports show, we were very nervous. Like we're really, we should have just been able to come on and be like, "Fuck this war! What the fuck!" Like it reminded me of Iraq all over again. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it, another senseless war and. But we were nervous about how to address it just because in this day and age, you can't say good morning. Like my dad always says, we're getting to the point now that you're going to walk in and say good morning to somebody and they're going to go to HR and say, I wasn't having a good morning and he made me feel bad about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because people, people become their own, people become the, I always say it's the arbiter of offense and they think they are the arbiter of offense when they become offended by something. Right. I'm incredibly hard to offend myself. Like I, I don't get offended by, I can't even think like I'm a, I'm a straight white male. Well, you can't hurt. You can't even hurt my feelings as, um, uh, I think Louis CK said that perfectly. It's hard to offend me. And, um, I, I would never say, well, that's offensive. I, I still couldn't, I like, I, I couldn't, it's so, I could say that's bullshit. 
Yeah, you like I mean? fuck you, you're 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 bullshit. Like that's bull. Yeah, for sure. Stop it. You know, like whatever. My opinion is this or whatever. You know, like as because my opinion at that point is just as valid as yours, and that means nothing. Yep. And if you can't understand that coming from your position uh, of of being that self appointed arbiter that nobody gives a shit about. I'm sorry for you. You're going to have a hard time in this life. Like you're going to actually, you're going to be offended a lot and you're going to, you're going to spend an entire, like an inordinate amount of time fucking dealing with it. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think like there's, there's like three, four subjects that are just, I think you're a piece of shit. It's not even that I'm offended. I just think you're a piece of shit. Right. If you address it, um, it's in, and I can actually vouch for Ryan for the, you know, how I know him. Because there is a story about this Mark Spansky or Slappy or whatever the fuck his name is, <laughs> where I got right offended and pissed off for Ryan to the point that his wife had to DM me and be like, Ryan's just laughing about it. <laughs> you know I mean? Like, Ryan's laughing about it, where I was like fucking texting Dean, like, do you know where this guy lives? Like, I was ready to go fucking just... Because I thought he'd crossed the line. And my fucking... you know, I went and wrote an article about it. Like, yeah. here's what he's making fun of, everybody. Just so you know, I make fun of it, too. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Where <laughs> my, like, my, like, well, my homeboy's fucking, you know what I mean? That, yeah. You just fucking crossed. Dude. Now, see, it was almost that's like. That's loyalty, though. See, that's it is. Lo- you're it getting, really you're, is. You're getting, you're getting hyped for That's your boy. a friend that's, there. That's, that's what that is. Right, right. But, like, my thing is, like, these guys get into it all the time with people, right? Like, they yeah. they do. Ryan, Ryan's a master, is is the master. I was almost going to say the masturbator. But he's the <laughs> master at baiting people as well. You know what I mean? But I never get involved in their beef. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's like we all just take care of our own, right? Yeah. But every once in a while, somebody says something that's completely out of fucking line. And it's almost to me like, you have woken the beast. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I was just I was just over here fucking chilling out, watching the massacre happen. And now you've now now you got me involved. Right. And now it's my I got favorite it. it's my favorite thing though, because what that does is it signals to me when somebody does take the the low road, like the really low roads, yeah. which is again still whatever. Cool. It's I'm I'm not gonna deny my own history on things. Um, it just means that you lost, and I'm like, I, sorry, you can't take the L, and you um, can't, you know, be because I've done it where I've I've gone fisticuffs, virtually, whatever that means, um, with somebody where at some point in that argument they fucking they own me, and I go, God damn it, they're right, and it's like, all right, pivot to humor, pivot with humor about how you're dumb, I'm dumb. I said something stupid and I'll do that, you know, but hold on. Uh, I need to interrupt guys. I need to interrupt. Okay. Ryan, I don't know if this will mean anything to you. It'll mean something to Mike because of my affection for this guy. JJ Watt just liked my tweet and followed me. No way. From the golf thing. Yes. He's got his first hole in one today. It's Monday. We record on Mondays, everybody, just so you know. Yeah. So I'm That's just awesome, sorry. Dude. I never fanboy out over the JJ Watt. There's a time on the De- on the Deer Pats Nation show that I offered up my children and my right nut for the Patriots to trade for JJ <laughs> Watt. Like JJ Watt is probably like in my top five all time favorite players in the NFL. So to just Keep click on my Twitter favorite. briefly and see JJ Watt check mark, like your tweet, and then the follow follow up was like 
So the, the story behind that folks is JJ Watt was out playing golf with his parents today on a three par course and JJ Watt got his first hole in one and posted a video of, you know, him and his dad, his dad was all proud filming him and everything else. And I got it on film, everybody. It's there's proof here. And, and Ray retweeted it. And, with uh, the goat. I guess, with yeah, quote, with a goat, with, with, the, with a goat. Yep. And, uh, and, and JJ, uh, must've, must've caught wind. So v- congratulations, my friend. Good. For Thank you. you. I don't use, you can ask Mike, I don't usually geek out over this stuff, but this was like, this is, this is right up there uh, with, uh, me. And, I've got a few. Uh, this and uh, John Gibbons and me DMing each other now is something I've been I've been geeking out a bit. Stay That's tuned. That's kind of cool. Yeah, jobskills.org. We got something in the, in the works with <laughs> nice uh, with with Gibby. But yeah, when Gibby started following me and we started DMing each other, I was like, I'm DMing with Gibby. I texted my sister. He was away, and I was yeah. just like, I just texted my sister. I'm like, um, because she's a huge loves Gibby, and I'm just like. Oh, by the way, I'm like John Gibbons is away until March seventh, just in case you want to know. <laughs> I have two. I have two that I fanboy over, and and it's uh, it was uh, David Crosby. David Crosby and I yep. talked about his album art once, and um, Nancy Sinatra. Nancy Sinatra oh, and I are really? fr- we're actually we're friends on Twitter. We actually we follow each other on Twitter, and wow. uh, yeah. Wow, Frank, story about Sinatra. my my somebody, hero. Somebody my I hero died on his birthday. Somebody I, I know died on his birthday. And, uh, Don't edit this out either. Fuck whatever. It's fine. It's cool. No problem. But yeah, right. Nancy, Nancy, nice. So yeah, sorry. We're we're taking up. We're chewing up Mike's time. Mikey, we got like eleven minutes, so let's we're, finish it up on a you're good. Not let's chewing. finish it up with a bang. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do one of my casual topics today. You know, Maybe. I was looking through. So your phone kind of, you know, prepares a where were you in this moment type of thing, you know, or memories, uh, you know, look back. And I was just looking at some pictures, you know, from a trip my family and I got to take a couple years back. Now, we were lucky enough to um, go to Spain, Italy. and oh, we screw spent, you. Yeah, we spent a, a day uh, in France. That was pretty terrible. <sighs> the French. Um fuck you the food i'm like i could taste that trip just you talking yeah, about it so, mm. so the th- so the thing that kind of stood out to me there was you know i got to see the pictures of you know me spending time with my sister now this was a couple of years ago we're both older you know she has a she has a child now the the likelihood of us all taking a family trip like that is you know low going yeah. forward um but it just kind of made me think of you know, what's a fond memory you have with um, your spouse or your sibling, maybe on a trip like that, that, you know, again, kind of like last week, but kind of teleports you back to that moment and just makes you laugh and, and, and think of something fondly with that person that you might not be able to, you know, I don't want to say not experience again, but just very unique to that moment. Do I still have to talk to the person? No. So on the same trip that I met my wife (laughs) before meeting her, and I need to make that very clear before meeting her, my buddy and I left the resort in the Dominican Republic. Oh God. Jumped into a cab and we told the guy, bring us somewhere good. And he brought (laughs) us to a place called Cristal. Cristal is the strip club in Porta Plata. <laughs> and a Dominican strip club is not like any other strip club you could go to in North America. We then went from there. The guy brought us like to the eight, clinic. 
eight more different bars. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours later, my dick fell off. <laughs> but from there, we went to like eight more different local Dominican bars where it was like all Dominicans and us. And just, it was just a wild fucking night. And it's just one of those nights that like every once in a while, I close my eyes. Like I could have been an episode. It could have been a hangover movie. Like the way shit nice. was just going down throughout that night. That's why when people like who haven't experienced something like that and they see the hangovers, they're like, well, that would never really happen. And I'm like, you've never been the Dominican Republic. <laughs> yes, yeah. it can. Unfettered. Yes, it can. Yeah. Is that where you got the tiger from? Uh, well, that's where I got the clap. <laughs> oh, I don't even know if I have a good one. Um, see, because Mike made his all wholesome, right? So well, I'm trying does... to think if there's a good wholesome one in my my bank of memories. Because, well, see, I you don't... guys are talking about politics and stirring the pot. I'm trying to trying to bring it back home for a wholesome moment. Yeah, I know. Ray ruined that, so now we now at least that that forks the road for me. I can choose either path yeah, now, right? Dude, so you could do one of each. Do you guys want to I'm... see pictures of the herpes, or <laughs> <laughs> it only? But you've it already only... shown you've already shown me. Come I on, kept the pubic lice as a, as a as a pet. I don't. <laughs> I don't have a great I don't have a great one so I'll I'll use my time I'll I'll use my time I'll 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 use my time to 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 bring up my favorite thing that I, they actually made a shirt in the uh to 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 run on what Ray's saying here um when we first opened the merch store at deanlundell.com now crier.co um there's a shirt on there that says it only smells that way when you rub it and it's very versatile. It's a good <laughs> versatile shirt for something like that. Um, it could be talking about anything, you know, it, it, or or that's going to itch when it dries. Those are the I, two things that you can say in that situation. For I wear Ray. mine backwards. <laughs> but I had, uh, I had a I had a, a Dominican. I'd say my my most memorable thought. Like I've got two. I've got a Mexican one and a Dominican one. And the Dominican one was um, knowing better going with a group of people. We had about 14 people that went on this trip and knowing better because we had a bunch of newbies, new new um, vacationers, we'll say, new uh, all-inclusive people. They've never been on such things and they got excited because they were in a foreign land and they wanted to go and check out the, you know, the local whatever. And I'm sorry, <coughs> I'm going to say it. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, the Dominican sucks. Outside of your resort, Dominican absolutely fucking blows. It, it really does. Um, there's nothing, not a whole lot of good. There's some good street food, a little bit of good culture things if you can find it. But otherwise, it's not a great place to go and just like wander around. Like it's not like going to downtown Toronto where you're just kind of trying to find like little holes in the wall. If you don't know where you're going, you probably shouldn't do it. You have clearly never been to Cristal. So... I'm going to ignore what you just said because you have no idea where I've been in the Dominican. And <laughs> you probably got the clap from me. And I, I went and my, at, my daughter's mom uh, was pregnant with my daughter at the time at the, on this trip. So her, a bunch of her family were there, everybody. And so day one, literally Let's go. We want to go into, and I'm like, you guys are nuts. 
well, you're not coming? I'm like, I'm sitting right here at this pool bar. I'm getting absolutely fucking annihilated. I'm going to eat a bunch of food with my buddy Tim, who also had been on these trips before. I went, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> and we had a wonderful day. There was a band playing for us. We got umbrella boat drinks. We got tons of like shitty food that we shouldn't have eaten. Awesome day. We watched them come back six, seven hours later, and they looked like they had been through a war. <laughs> Hairs disheveled, fucking their faces are miserable. They've got nothing in their hands. Like it's not like they went on a big shopping, nothing. And I found out that my, uh, at the time, spouse had um, been walking at one point through the town that they were in, and somebody came up to start braiding, their, braiding her hair. And this is what they do in the Dominican. So they'll, they'll, this lady will come up and she'll be like, oh, you have such pretty hair. And they'll start braiding it. And then they won't fucking let go. They literally fucking fist your hair until you pay them. And then you just keep walking and they will hold on to your head until you. Like, this is just one of the things that happened on this. So where you have warm, fuzzy memories, I have. I fucking told you so memories and I love those. Like my favorite say, feeling in the world. That's gotta be warm and fuzzy for you. Like it is that my favorite feeling in the world is being right. And I was right. So that's my, my, my memory today. So I'm not going to say what the subject matter was, but I texted something to Ryan the other day. His response to me was, I love what I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, true. I'm I think sorry. I've gotten that same text from you. Hey, uh, next week, next week, maybe we'll talk about the hooker story. Yes, we got to get to this hooker story. But this has got to be the shtick. Every week, I, we'll just say we're it. getting... <laughs> got no time for Matt Damon. Sorry, folks. There is a real hooker story. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan, why don't you tell the people what's happening on April 1st and 2nd first? Cheese Boutique, food truck takeover. Myself, my executive chef brother-in-law, we're taking over the food truck at Cheese Boutique, 45 Ripley Avenue in Toronto, Ontario. 11 a.m. until we sell out. Be there, along with uh, other prior media personalities. And we're taping a show that day, so come down with uh, your big smiles on. You're going to be on TV. Mike, you got anything to pitch? Yeah, not really. Why don't you follow Mike on Twitter at <laughs> producer underscore Mike and follow Ryan Lindley at Ryan Lindley. He's the host of the Lynn's Report, co-host on the Dean Blundell Show, creator on Cryer Media. Can I say the other one or no? Go ahead. And uh, the brand new host of Getting Sauced with Ryan Lindley. I can't wait for that to come out. Everybody, don't forget, go check out jobskills.org. Find your employment solution today. Talk to one of JobSkills employment specialists. Get your job search back on track. And make sure that you head on over to uh, JobSkills. Uh, job skills compass coordinates i'm only the senior content director of it go over to do uh job skills compass coordinates check out all of our content coming over there including job skills compass magazine featuring the front cover mr getting sauced himself ryan lindley until next week folks you're all legit kid The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. 
Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.